Look, I got a testimony. I got to tell him what God did. I'm calling God the homie. He took me out of the mosh pit. I will contest the phonies. Separate demons and God's kids. I got to spread his word, so I'm going to show you who the God is. The word is my weapon. I move like a general. Good day, everyone, and welcome back to Walk With Me. I'm your host, JJ. And it has been a time for reckoning over the last couple of weeks. And those who, um, I'll just jump right out and say I jump right into everything. Uh, those who think they missed an episode, they did not. Uh, there was something that happened, and and boy, when... I guess when you, you really start talking about the truth, some people don't like that. And by some people, I mean the enemy of your soul. So uh, there have been things that have been going on I'm not going to go into. But let's just suffice it to say when the assault came, it came on multiple fronts. But God is good. And we're back here today. And we're going to finish talking about, well, we're actually going to um, jump into our dispensation conversation. Uh, we just finished the fourth dispensation, if you'd been following along in your Bibles. And we're going to go into the fifth dispensation. Now, again, uh, shout out to our sponsors, Exquisite Creations. Uh, the, the, I've been told that there is a major reboot of the website coming up, and I will most definitely keep you posted on when that will be. And then we also have our the people who, the guy who made the music, Bump Music, and I expect there to be a revamp of that as well. Uh, his name is True Bars. He's a lyricist. He does not call himself a rapper. He's a lyricist. Um, and I do also let you know that there, if you go to some of his music, some of his music is explicit. But um, he was very gracious to make the beat for this show. And we will probably be getting some other beats as well. But uh, enough of that. And we're going to jump right into our discussion. So as we left off, we left off with our fourth dispensation. And again, just to kind of recap, dispensation is how God dealt with his relationship with man. That's really what that word means. It's, I know there's, there are some buzzwords and people like to use, throw them around, and they're kind of uh, reckless with how they use certain biblical terms, but this is what that is. And... Um, it's important to understand that dispensations are all almost always marked with three things. A commandment or a rule, a contract. Man breaks the contract, breaks the rules, and then there is a judgment. And then you start the whole cycle over. So we were just finished with the fourth dispensation. And now we're going into the fifth dispensation, which is the dispensation of the law. Now, if you had been listening, you say, well, JJ, we covered human government. No, we did. 
Well, yeah, we did. We did cover the law. But now, I mean, we did cover human government. But those human governments were pretty much, this is what man wanted to do with their various civilizations. This one dispensation is about how God dealt with Israel. Now, by the, toward the end of the fourth dispensation, Israel had gone down to Egypt because of the famine and had spent some time in Egypt and found themselves one day um, slaves. And, and I like to tell people that Israel waking up one day as slaves in Egypt is a lot like our sin. We go to it just for convenience. We go to it for to escape something. And then next thing you know, we are 100% wholly slaves to it. And it is oppressive and it takes an act of God to get us out of that sin. And this is why I will always support the idea that the, the country of Egypt in the Bible represents sin in the Christian life. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that Egyptians are evil. And I'm talking about present day Egyptians. I'm not talking, I'm not saying that. Please don't misconstrue my words. In the Bible, a lot of things are set up to represent something. And these things mean to be lessons to the modern-day Christian. And just as Israel is the modern-day church, Egypt is the modern-day sin. And yes, the church had to come out of sin. But we're going to cover more of that at a later date. I've already got questions on it. Oh, and I will be setting up a, a, a forum to where uh, you can ask questions privately through, the email, through an email address. I'm just waiting for one small detail because I really want to be able to uh, have a link. And I'm having an issue with some of the platforms that this show is broadcast on. And you can always find this show on iHeart and Buzzsprout and Spotify and whatever. Uh, matter of fact, somebody just contacted me the other day about putting this podcast on their platform. So, again, there'll be much more expansion. But let's get back to the subject here. Fifth dispensation is the dispensation of law. Now, you all know the story. Israel woke up one day and decided we didn't want to be enslaved by Egypt anymore. And so they called out to God, and God sent Moses, and, and things happened. Plagues happened. Miracles happened. And then Pharaoh said, you know what? I'm done with this. You guys can go. And then all of a sudden he said, yeah, no, I want my slaves back. And then God killed them. So the dispensation hasn't started yet. So they went down, they left Egypt, they went down through the Red Sea, they came out the other side, and they went to Mount Sinai. Now, it's very important for you to realize 
what happened. They came out of Egypt, they went through the Red Sea, and they came out and they went to Sinai. Just clip that on your brain, because this is also a type of shadow of something that we're going to talk about much later. Maybe in a couple weeks or so. But they came out of sin, they came out of Egypt, went down through the Red Sea, came out, went to Mount Sinai. Now, when they went to Mount Sinai, God came down to visit Egypt. And and he also spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai. A lot of things happened at Mount Sinai. And but what, what we're going to focus on now is the issuance and the beginning of the fifth dispensation. That dispensation is that of law. Now, if you talk to a lot of people, they think that when Moses went up to Mount Sinai, God said, okay, here's 10 commandments and um, you have a good day. That's not quite how the Bible talks about it. Now, remember, uh, what was our, what's our big thing? You go up and you read a Bible, you read a verse, you always take some verses above and a verses below and because you, you want and you really want to get a context of what's happening and if you uh, if you have the time you want to read the whole chapter so the story of the exodus or the fifth dispensation or the law starts in exodus uh, chapter 12 now we were working up to this uh, as, as we started uh, the book of Exodus. And the Exodus was simply, of course, the Exodus of children of Israel from Egypt. Now, there's some very important steps that had to happen before God took the children of Israel out of Egypt. There were some Miracles that had to happen. There were some plagues that had to happen. And you know the story. You can always go back and read it. But one very important thing happened. The first thing that happened is God changed the order of the months. The first thing he did in Exodus chapter 12, he said, this is the first day of the first month of the year. This is the first day, the first month, the beginning of the year. Now, some people, and, you know, you have a lot of Bible scholars out there that like to debate a lot of things and, and talk about things that are um, less, I don't want to say less than important, because I don't want to diminish the things that they study. But some people, some people like to debate things endlessly um, for the sake of debating them. Let's leave it like that. But they debate that this is the reason why God started the calendar year in March. And, and you'll see why in a moment, because the first thing God did as soon as he started the, the calendar year, he was starting a new dispensation. And this is where a lot of people like to debate of why God started the year at this particular month, which a lot of scholars have spoken said that this month is March, which is great. When 
God did that. He initiated the Passover. And it is very important, and this is a very crucial part of the children of Israel leaving Egypt. We all know the story. You take a lamb, first year, without spot, without blemish, and you held it for four days. Now, I think this four days is sort of significant, too. And again, people like to debate because this is the the end of the fourth dispensation and we're changing dispensations. I, I try to get out. I try to stay out of such esoterical debates. But you hold it for four days and then you killed the lamb. And then you took the blood of the lamb. What did I just say? The blood of the lamb. And then you struck it on the doorpost. And you struck the sides first and then the top second. And if you look at doing that to a door now, you almost can see the shape of the cross. God was already getting ready, getting mankind ready for what was about to happen. And, and this is where it really becomes apparent what God is doing with these dispensations. He's not just changing the relationship of man or his relationship with man. He's also getting ready to reconcile man. But he's doing it very methodically. So, and and then Exodus chapter 12, God talks about, he tells Moses, okay, this is how you need to eat it. This is how you need to be ready. And this is how you need to Fix yourself. This is how you got to fix the lamb. This is how you have to do all these things. This is God starting to lay down the law about how he was reconciling Israel unto himself. Stop and think about that for a moment. God is setting up a way to reconcile man, but first he reconciled Israel. And he's doing it in the exact same way. So, now with the fifth dispensation, it is, we're going to talk about a lot of things, and again, I'm really trying to kind of keep it on a bird's eye level because I don't want to get lost in details, but with the fifth dispensation, God finally told man in mass what he expected of man. I mean, completely. He didn't, there was no ambivalence. There was no, you doing things the way you see them done. He finally said, this is what I want you to do. If you don't do this, these are the consequences. We have three books. We have Exodus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Three books. Where after Moses went up on Mount Sinai, God came and spoke, and he said, this is the law. But what do you mean? What happened to the Ten Commandments? Well, the Ten Commandments were there. The Ten Commandments was the first, was the first time God said, this is what you shall not do, and this is what you shall do. And he was saying that not just to Moses. He was saying that to, for Moses to take back to the children of Israel. Now, 
this also kind of marks a a change in how uh, God went from dealing from uh, with individuals to dealing with individuals and nations. And there are a lot of things that are going to happen strictly because God favored the children of Israel. And the same way God favored the children of Israel in the fifth dispensation is the same way God favors the church and and Israel in this dispensation. But I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself, so I'm going to try to run it back a little bit. So God went and told Moses, hey, Moses, come up on this here mountain. We got to talk. And there was no, there was no debate. There was no filibuster. There was no cloture votes. There was, there was none of that. Please understand, God said, this is what you will do. This is what you won't do. And if you, if you break any of these laws, this is how you make it right. See, I remember growing up, and I, I kind of felt like God was portrayed as some mean old white guy with long flowing white beard, and he had a box of lightning bolts sitting on the right side of his throne. And every time you messed up, he was ready to zap you. He was, man, he was, and he was vicious with these zaps. And that was the way I envisioned God at that time. But, and trust me, and, and there were times where God drew a line and you were not, you didn't cross that line and live. I mean, you could ask Isaiah, who thought he was doing the right thing uh, because they, they were coming back from, they were coming back from battle. And we'll talk more about this in, in the future. Um, well, they were coming back from battle and he thought that the, Ark of the Covenant was going to slip and fall on the ground, and he reached out and touched it, and that was an absolute no-no. And God killed him on the spot. So, but otherwise, the law is very specific. The law that God gave to Moses, and it, like I said, the Ten Commandments was just the beginning, people. The Ten Commandments was just the beginning. The Ten Commandments was kind of like... um, like outlines. Like if you read a, like if you go to write a book or if you go to write a paper, you start with outlines and then you start with the Roman numeral one and then you do, you do the subheading and then you do another subheading and you do another subheading. And this is how that was set up. But I think um, when, when I got to counting all the laws and everything, the individual laws themselves, they were somewhere around 612, 613 different laws. How to deal with man, how, to, how, how man should deal with God, how man should deal with them, each other, how fathers should deal with their kids and mothers deal with their kids and fathers deal with their wives. There were so many different laws. There were laws about how to come to church, so to speak. Because, you know, they didn't really have church back then. But there were laws on how to make your sacrifice uh, and how to get yourself ready to make the sacrifice. And there, was a, there were a lot of laws that the priests 
that took the sacrifices that, was, that they had to do. Or, again, there was God waiting, and that was the end of the priest. So there were a lot of laws. And this is what this fifth dispensation was all about. This is the law. This is what I want. This is how you stay alive. And at the end of this time, or at the end of every year, your sins were just rolled forward. Your sins were rolled forward. Your sins were not necessarily forgiven. But you brought the you brought the your lamb, you brought your sacrifice to the priest, the priest took care of that, and they will send a goat out of the camp. And that camp that goat could not come back. That and all of the theoretical sins were placed on that goat. And then the goat was sent out of the camp. Now I'm really covering three different books right here so i i encourage you and i know i'm gonna tell you right now do not try to read these books when you're tired because you'll read like four verses and you're out cold same thing with chronicles by the way i'm not sure why but make sure you, you sit down and you there are a lot of laws in there that right now if if we were to use these laws today it would um, what's the word I wanted to say here? It would be a lot of screaming going on, wailing and gnashing of teeth, so to speak. But we've gotten away from that. And the reason why we've gotten away from that is because of how we dealt with the sixth dispensation, which, of course, we'll talk about. But this is the fifth dispensation, the dispensation of law. You did this. You didn't. You didn't work on the Sabbath day. You didn't. You didn't wear two types of fabrics. The, the you know the very thing that people who want to discredit the Bible will try to use to try to cover their own sin, and they do that because they have no idea, and they they have no idea of what they're talking about when it comes to God and the Bible, and they hope that you don't know what you're talking about when it comes to God and the Bible. So. They'll, they'll take these things completely out of context and throw them at you. Well, what about, well, you know, yeah, I know homosexuality is a sin, but so is eating shrimp. Okay. Um, what does that have to do with anything? What, what about, and, and they, we even have a term now called whataboutism. So uh, just be careful uh, when, when dealing with people who, who do that because they literally are they're literally repeating someone else's argument and they're repeating someone else's lie. And we all know where lies come from. We all know where they come from. And they're convinced that this lie is the truth, which is a really dangerous place to be in. So... Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up a little early um, and we're going to because we're going to go into where we are right now. We're going to spend a little bit more time in the sixth dispensation. I don't want to bore you with it, but it's just some things that are very 
important to point out. The fifth dispensation started with what the sixth dispensation is about. They left Egypt. They went down through the Red Sea. They went to Mount Sinai. And then they received all of these laws. After they came out of Egypt, they went down the Red Sea, and they went to Mount Sinai. That's when they received these laws. And then, of course, Moses being a man, and being Moses, he broke the first tablets, which were the Ten Commandments, and God had to rewrite them now. I have to admit, if if I was God, <laughs> if I was God and I just spent my time writing on tablets, and you went down and broke them, I probably would not be a very happy God. Yeah, yeah I, I realize it. I realize that you were very upset, and and I, and I I saw it. I saw it all happen. I I saw how they lost their minds, and while you were up here, we were talking. But it t- kind of takes time to write three books. But, well, here we go. I'm going to go ahead and write these again. And this time, don't drop them when you get down there, because I'm telling you right now, they're doing something stupid again. This, is, <laughs> this would be the conversation I would be having if I was God talking to Moses. But I've always said, thank God I am not God. Thank God I am not God. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up today. I really do appreciate it. I thank everyone who has shared it. I could... I can see who's sharing. Well, not not exactly who's sharing. I can just see how many people are sharing. If you want to support the channel, I uh, want to support the podcast, go ahead and share it. That's all we can do right now. I, I don't want to do a monetary um, wink on it yet because I have a nine to five. So uh, I, I, I do thank everyone who listens and, and talks and talks about it and, send me questions. I do appreciate it. Yes, there will be email coming so that general public and not just people who are very close to me can ask questions. And cause I'm, I'm really excited to see some of these questions because some of the questions I've gotten so far, just from people who are very close to me are very good. And uh, we're going to start dealing with that, but I want to get through these dispensations first so that we have a good foundation to start from. Again, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Love you all. Yeah. True. Uh. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been doing, give me a reason. Give me a reason. I got to spread the words of a genius. Words of a genius. Everybody need to know who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been doing, give me a reason.